Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders with you behind the microphone. Charles Wilson taking some much-deserved time off, giving the knees a rest from running up and down the hard courts with all of this high school basketball. Speaking of, we'll get Coach Mike Tobin joining us in just a moment, Cartersville uh, boys coach, and then we'll follow it up after the bottom of the hour with uh, Charisma Boykin, the female coach for the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Well, let's first thank all of our sponsors to Bartow Sports Zone, including Elite Stone Supply, Sidelines Bar and Grill, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Financial Planning, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, Three-Way Campers, and Karen Ayers, Realtor Atlanta Communities. All right, let's go ahead and dive right in. We're going to even fade that music out because we got a lot to talk about. And let us first welcome the folks that are going to help surround our guest. We've got in studio with me, Mike Garcia. Good morning, sir. Good morning. We have joining us via our Zoom connection, Jackson High. Jackson, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Glad and to be with you this morning. Great to have you. And the star of the hour, or at least of the half hour, Coach Mike Tobin from the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. Great to have you joining in. Uh, we got the region tournament behind us. Let's go ahead and uh, break that down a little bit. Uh, your Monday night game could have been, uh, I think you hear this in sports a lot, a tale of two halves. It was a Jekyll and Hyde moment for you. The question everybody wanted to know, what did you do at halftime to turn it around against Dalton? You know, it's, it's interesting to say what, it, what the pronoun you used was. It definitely wasn't me. It was the, the kids. We said, hey, bottom line, hey, it comes down to defense. And, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't realize last time we played them, they drilled us. They beat us by like 30 plus. So, um, you know, it wasn't looking good. And we told them we still had another, uh, you know, 16 minutes. And uh, man, they, they came up big defensively. And that's one of the most rewarding wins we've ever had in this uh, program's history. You know, the kids showed a lot of pride and, uh, you know, defense was unbelievable. Coach, one of the things that's very hard, and I know, which is why you're the coach, and every parent in the, in the bleachers can pretend they know what it's like, but when a kid's not hitting baskets, but they're kind of like your go-to player usually, how hard is it to say, okay, we're going to have to put you down, bring somebody else on the floor, this is this is the tournament time, how hard is it to balance the personalities out on the floor? Well, that's, that's, a, that's a great question, because we, uh, we that second half was, uh, you know, very unique lineup that we had. And, uh, you know, we're always talking about defense wins games and uh, rebounding wins championships. But uh, those kids we had in there in that second half were really our uh, uh, defensive stalwarts. So that's – and take us through that in your mindset, though, because I think it was at one point you guys were 16 down heading into the half. Yeah, you know, pretty much uh, up until the last couple of weeks, our biggest problem has been putting the ball in the basket um, – but, uh, you know, we knew the only way we were going to come back is we had to get some defensive stops. And uh, a bunch of kids stepped up. Probably the, probably the kid who stepped up the biggest that, that game was Sed, Sed McClinic. You know, and he's uh, he had trouble, you know, early on in the year putting the ball in the hole. But he always plays hard on defense. And uh, um, he was probably the, the, the one of the biggest keys that game. And uh, uh, Parnell Gamble hit some big shots for us. Um, but, uh you know, we've had different kids step up all year, so it's been a real unique year. Well, the other thing that I wanted to get, you, and I know you didn't mind, but we were sitting here wondering why didn't Dalton's coach take a timeout and try to break your hot streak at the start of the third? I think you went twelve points unanswered to start the third, closing the gap, and it's like everything was working for you, nothing was working for them, and they didn't take the timeout. Well, uh, you know, I, I can't get into his mind, but you know, I'm sure. 
Yeah, it's tough, man. When you, you know, to tell kids, you know, hey, these guys, we got to be ready for them, even though they beat us or we beat them last time by 30 plus. So, you know, trying to get in, in kids' heads. But uh, I'd be honest with you, I was kind of surprised you didn't call timeout either. So, but I was, was kind of ha- happy you didn't. Jackson, let's pull you in on this as well. I know uh, you've been following all of these, uh, the region tournament closely. Uh, yes, uh, Coach, congratulations on a, on quite honestly, a great February. Uh, if you look back at your schedule since February 1st, I think you have two losses. They're both to the third-ranked team in the state and hire them. So uh, congratulations to you to getting the team together here at the right time. Um, Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Uh, you play a game tonight against Cass. Uh, it's a consolation game or the third-place game for the region. Um, how important is that? Is it a different mentality knowing that uh, – you're playing a team for the third time uh, in the well, season. You know, it's kind of like uh, you know, with this region, we uh, you know we had to play Dalton three times uh, years past. There's been times we've had to play teams three or four times. You know, these kids all you know they love playing against each other, all buddies off the court. You know, most of the kids uh, you know from Cass and uh, Carswell and Woodland, and you know they hang out you know a lot of times in the summer, so they're they're buddies. So it's you know it's it's uh, bragging rights, but. You know, obviously we're trying to win every game, but uh, this the the first round of state tournament is kind of interesting. They uh, that the reason that we're playing the number one team got upset, so Calhoun or Hiram will be playing the number one team in that that region. So it comes down to uh, we're going to play either number five team in that region, which is Jefferson, or the number two team, which is Winder Barrow. So we have no idea what's going to happen in that game because they play the exact same time as us today. Um, so obviously we're trying to win, but as far as you know, who we're going to play next round, we're we're, we're pretty pretty happy. We're not going to have to play the number one team. That's going to be Hiram or Calhoun will have to play them. Uh, one more follow up question: You're coming off a, a, a long week, a lot of basketball played by your team this week. Health wise, how are you going into the state tournament? And we've got uh, 15 that, seconds. Yeah, that's a great question. We we got uh, you know just a, a, a great. We got a bunch of great kids on our team, but. Um, about a week ago, uh, one of our players, one of our starters, Mont- Montarius Tolbert, um, he uh, tore his ACL. So that that was real, uh, uh, obviously, disappointing for us, disappointing for him. And so, uh, you know, we pretty much been telling guys, hey, let's, let's uh, you know, Monty can't play. Let's do the best we can, kind of, uh, you know, honor him and, and do the best we can. But so, obviously, we're without him. Um, but we've had throughout the year, you know, we have, uh, Parnell had a concussion. We've had guys, you know, just different lineups all the time. Coach, I got to take a break here. We went a little long, but we will be right back. We've got Coach Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes joining us on Bartow Sports Zone. Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero-turn, riding, and walk-behind models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come make your best deal today on any of our full line of Husqvarna mowers at Elite Stone Supply, 9 Baker Road, just north of Cartersville on US-41, across from Racetrack, on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is your new home for team trivia on Tuesday nights at 7 and music bingo on Thursday nights. With the best wings in town, burgers, steaks, salads, pasta, and Alpine Bakery desserts, Sidelines is family-friendly with patio seating, daily drink specials, and a kid's menu, too. Between Walmart and Lowe's on Marketplace Boulevard, it's Sidelines Grill, where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. (laughs) 
Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia in the studios here, filling in for Charles Wilson. We also have Jackson Hyde and our main guest this hour. We always bring in a couple of coaches or uh, personalities. We have Coach Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Coach, I know we had to kind of rush through some of the uh, where you were with health on the team. Um, let's go ahead and recap anything else that you want, your, you know, the, the audience, uh, the, uh, the, the folks listening right now on the health of you guys heading into tonight's games. Yeah, the, the other player would probably be uh, Colin Fletcher. He had tweaked his ankle, but I think he's good to go tonight. So, fantastic! Now let's we we kind of skipped over Wednesday. We talked about what a great turnaround beating the Catamounts on Monday that that got you into a game against Hiram on Wednesday. And I guess from what I'm hearing, because I was here in the studio, I didn't get to see. I'm just listening. Hiram is a is a force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, you know, like Jackson said, you know, I. We've won uh, four of our last six, and the only two losses we had are to the number three ranked team in the state, you know, which is Hiram. They're, they're loaded. I was real pleased with our efforts. You know, they, they obviously demolished us uh, last Friday, and then we played them. Uh, we battled them. I think it was about a four- or five-point game with about four minutes left in the third quarter, and they just uh, they were uh, bigger, faster, stronger than us. And, uh, but we battled. That was the question I was going to ask. It felt like you kept it low-scoring. Defense was uh, really well in the first half. Uh, and and there was this moment we kept thinking, can you guys frustrate them enough? But they did pull away in the fourth. What did the team learn from that as you start thinking about now playoffs next week? Well, a lot of things. You know, obviously we, we competed against them, and uh, there aren't too many teams in the state that are better than them. So we had, we had to knock heads with them three times. Um, you know, we also beat Calhoun, who's got one of the best players in the state, all-state player that's averaging 25 points, 14 rebounds. So we feel like we can compete against anybody. Coach, you know, during the region tournament, as as we were discussing, this is the the third time you're you're playing these opponents. Talk about the the cat and mouse game behind the scenes, as far as there, there's very few secrets at this point. So, you know, how much do you try to tweak and and show them looks that they haven't seen versus uh, uh, sticking to your strengths and attacking their weaknesses? How, how do you go about that? Yeah, that's a great question. When, when I first started coaching, trying to do little tricks and stuff like that, but you you got to just go kind of go with what what you've been doing all year that that works best for you. And usually those little uh, you try to try to add something this late in the year, it's not going to be too beneficial usually. And we're here uh, with Coach Mike Tobin. We're talking about uh, the region tournament kind of wrapping up today up in uh, in Calhoun and then starting to look at next week as we start looking at uh, the action. Coach, I know you kind of. Gave us a little hint, but let's talk about. Uh, I, I know you got to worry about tonight's game, but what what does that mean for you now, looking into next week? Well, and I, I tell kids all the time, we we have. I literally have about seven game tapes of, of both these possible opponents we're going to play next week, and uh, they do the same thing to us. So they're you know they're not going to be surprised about us. We won't be surprised about them. The bottom line, the kids got to perform. Now we'll go back over to Jackson Hyde, throw that over to him, because I know, once again, uh, tonight's game against Cass is uh, is kind of for seeding and seeing who you're going to end up playing against. Uh, Jackson, you've been watching all of these games uh, as we're moving our way to these playoffs. Yeah, Coach, uh, as, as we talked about earlier, your team seems to be improving game by game. Uh, like we said, the month of February, I think Hiram is your only loss. Um can you tell us maybe some of the surprise players or some players that have stepped up for you that maybe preseason or beginning of the year you w- you wasn't seeing as much out of anybody that kind of yeah, took yeah. Your eye? once again Jackson I appreciate that question and you know a lot of times people you know in the stands see the guys that you know get get a lot of playing time but 
I was, I was hoping you'd ask that question because we had some kids, you know, in the background that have, have done such a great job for us. A kid named Chandler Matheson, uh, great attitude. He, he's always uh, coming, working hard. He uh, had some huge games for us uh, in a Carrollton tournament. I mentioned earlier, Seth McClinic. Um, he, he was uh, not getting a lot of playing time early on. Now he's playing real well. Um, so those two guys really have uh, been pleased with their effort. Um, Caden Baldwin against uh, – Against Calhoun, he stepped up huge at uh, 22 points. Um, so those three guys have been doing a great job. Obviously, uh, Romo Pace against Calhoun, he had 13 assists, 13 rebounds. Um, like I said, that was a big one for us. They're playing for the region championship tonight. Then um, DJ Kane, he's, he's come along real well this year. Jalen Scott, he's been playing great, you know, last last couple, uh, probably about the last month offensively. Tyron Milner, he's, he comes off the bench, does a great job for us. Um, but uh, all these kids have been doing a great job and real, uh, real enjoyable to coach. And they work hard and uh, uh, playing well right now. Coach, got a question for you on uh, one of the things that my uh, my father-in-law, before he passed away, big basketball guy, especially college. My wife got played played basketball, was instructed, no matter what, when you get the free throw, you make them because those are free points. How do you work on your team with the free throws? Because it seems like a lot of times that's what's running cold for you guys. <laughs> you guys are asking great questions, man. I, I tell you what, it, it, you know, same thing. I've been doing this a long time. It seems like the more you talk about it, the worse it gets. So, so we, uh, we pretty much now just, we've been having them shoot the free throws and uh, we're not dwelling on it like we were. I, th- I really do feel like we're shooting them better than we were earlier in the year, but basketball is such a sport. You got to put your time into it. You know, we got, we got a lot of guys, uh, athletic, uh, real athletic coming off the football field. And it's, it's, it's you can't just, uh, not, not touch basketball for four or five months and expect to be a good shooter. So we're, we're finally starting to hit those shots that we weren't earlier. On the flip side, and we got less than two minutes, uh, I guess everything trickles down from NBA to college to now high school. A lot more threes being taken, and a lot of times that is what keeps you in the game or gives you that kind of momentum shift. How has that changed from you coaching earlier on in your career versus where we are today? <laughs> That's a huge difference. You know, it used to be you try to pound it inside and get it to your big guy, and that man, it's a totally different game, and obviously uh, – you know, when we, we've been hitting our shots in the last last five six games, so it made a, it makes a huge difference, obviously. Coach, we've only got about uh, ninety seconds left. I'm going to let you uh, wind it down. Why, to, to, for the audience, why come out tonight, and specifically, I guess where we find out you'll be playing on Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, I tell you what, I, I'm not sure with this weather. Um, you know, some of our best best uh, fans have been our baseball players. So hopefully, if they're not playing tonight against Edward, they come on out. Um, you know, just, it's fun, you know, uh, fun to watch. Uh, I think it's gonna be a real good basketball game. And, uh, um, I just think, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be an enjoyable, entertaining game. Great coach, Mike Tobin, Cartersville, purple hurricanes. Uh, it's been fun covering you guys. We've had so much basketball here on WBHF. And I know for me as sitting in the studio, the guys that are painting that picture for us, um, audibly has been making it so much fun as well. Good luck today against Cass, and uh, we'll uh, continue the coverage next week as the state championship starts off. Thank you very much, guys. All right. Take care, Coach. All right. There you go. That was Coach Mike Tobin joining us. We've got Coach Marissa Boykin, who's going to be uh, Charisma to me, Charisma Boykin, who's going to be joining us after the bottom of the hour break. we got to get you caught up on some GNN headlines. We'll get you caught up there. We'll plus uh, some local headlines. There's news going on. We'll get you also some weather and traffic. And then more of Bartow Sports Zone right here on your hometown radio, AM 1450, FM 100.3, WBHF. 
Come check out the nationally award-winning options at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Located at 77 Alatoona Road in Emerson next to the Family Fun and Bowling Center, St. Angelo's features all kinds of specialty pizzas, wings, salads, pasta dishes, subs, and more. And try the garlic knots. Absolutely delicious. St. Angelo's has a full-service bar and plenty of big screens to catch all the games, too. Visit today or order online at St. Angelos.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone here on Bartow's Morning News. Charles Wilson taking the morning off. Alan Sanders here with you in the studios, along with Mike Garcia and Jackson Hyde. And it is my pleasure to welcome our next guest for our interview segment, the other half of the Canes basketball program. We go to the Lady Canes and Coach Charisma Boykin. Coach, welcome. Good morning. Good morning to you all. How are y'all? Doing great. Thanks so much for being here, and uh, and and thanks for putting up with me instead of Charles, who knows so much more about basketball. But the reason he's not here is he's been running up and down hard courts himself with all of these uh, region tournaments. And he said, look, I need the morning. And so I was like, no problem. We got it. Coach, right. let's talk about the region tournament and uh, the and your thoughts on how your, your Lady Canes have played. I'm actually excited. I'm blessed to um, to – to still be able to be playing. Um, last year was a whole lot different, so it's been a lot more planning, a lot more long nights practicing, but uh, I'm just blessed to be in this position. The girls are feeling good right now. Uh, we'll be leaving early traveling today to Calhoun to play uh, Dalton, so we're prepared. We're ready to go, ready to make this run in the state playoffs. One of the things that I get to see, or I'm not really see, but hear from my perspective, uh, being the board op for all the games that we we, we broadcast on, on for all of high school sports, is how well coached. I hear this all the time. Like these girls seem so well coached, which is <laughs> hats off to you. So tell me, when you came in, what was some of your mindset, and how do you see some of your ideas sticking to this Lady Canes team? To be honest, my only goal last year was relationships. And I'm able to say and do and to coach however I want to. I have some very respectful girls, very coachable girls. Um, they're humble. They're hungry. So my only main goal was relationships. So now it just it's easy. It's a breeze. Um, I'm the same way I go to bat with them. They'll do the same for me. So I'm, I'm grateful to have such a, a nice group of girls. You know, one of the things we talked about with Coach Tobin, and I wanted to ask you the same question, is sometimes uh, one of your players could be just hot, and other times they may be cold. How do you, as a coach, and along with your team, balance who's going to get you know, either the start or who's going to get pulled early, and how do they manage those kind of personalities as you are making your way now deeper into the season? To be honest, uh, we we have been having that same battle all all, all year. We don't know. Who's coming? Who's going to be hot? But the thing is, we have a team, and it's always a collective effort. And I try to emphasize and preach about um, everyone just showing up, everyone just having this same collective effort. And I think that's why we've been having a long run and and, and pulling off some really big games because we are in a, in a team. And let's uh, let's go ahead and put a shout out to some of your players because obviously now that we are um, deep into the region playoffs and getting ready for state playoffs, uh, I, everybody wants to hear their name on the radio, right? So let's talk about some of your key performers. Oh, the key performers. Uh, we have Jakaya uh, Drone. Uh, she's my point guard. She's been playing a really great role, getting everybody 
um, facilitated. Uh, she's been struggling a little bit offensively, but they're so selfish that, I mean, they really don't care who's bringing it. Um, and she's been playing very well. Um, shooting the ball, uh, playing great on, uh, playing great on defense, being very consistent. Um, we have Campbell Rogers, who's a senior. Um, the last couple of games, she's been uh, starting for us, and she's been shooting the ball well, playing well on defense. We have Tab Bradley. Um, she's our main post player. She's been playing really huge minutes, and she's been really big for us on the boards. We have Nia. She's been giving great defensive effort. Um, every every game, uh, she's definitely our best defender um so far so she's been playing big role which can kind of be taken away from her offense but you know they're very unselfish she's very unselfish so she's not really worried about the offensive end um we have kk arnold uh she's our freshman she's been really 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 great for us um she's having to mature and adjust um and she's been doing that well very coachable kids so i'm just very proud about you know who's been giving a whole lot of effort. And then sometimes we just don't know who's going to bring it. So um, they're all prepared and ready to go for tonight. Uh, Coach Boykin, uh, Jackson Hyde here. Uh, you're 16 and nine on the season. Uh, those nine losses, five of them are two, to, uh, to two teams in uh, Calhoun and, and Hiram. Tell us about Dalton tonight. What's going to be the key to victory tonight to get you to that third, third place uh, finish in the region? Defense. And we've had to change up uh, just from last year. We played a lot of zone, a lot of uh, one, two, two, but we've been getting after it full court, man to man. And I think a lot of people are really excited about the defensive effort that they've been bringing. I think we've shown a lot of light with that in our region. So we're going to have to play defense tonight. We're going to have to get stopped. We're going to have to take care of the ball. We definitely won't have to box out a rebound, which we have been struggling with. But, you know, when it comes to games and big games, we've been doing all we can. So I'm, I'm prepared for tonight. Uh, Co- Coach, we got about 30 seconds left here before the break. But uh, real quick, it's been a grind, a long week. Health-wise, how do you stand going into tonight's game? Oh, I feel good. I haven't slept a lot. <laughs> but, hey, I'll sleep, <laughs> uh, I'll sleep when we get a state championship. So I'm fine on my end. Well, congratulations on a, on a good regular season and a good region tournament, Coach. Looking forward to your state tournament run. Thank you, sir. All right, well, Coach, don't go anywhere. We're just going to take a break. We'll have a few more minutes to chat about how things are going. We've got Coach Charisma Boykin of the Lady Canes of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. We have got to take a short time out, and then we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone right here on WBHF. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders filling in for Charles Wilson, along with Mike Garcia and Jackson Hyde, our guest as we are winding down this first full hour. We always try to back up to put two guests in in this uh, first segment. We have uh, Coach Charisma Boykin of the Cartersville Lady Canes. Coach, and it's it's a similar question, but I, I do want to ask how much of what you had in your background and how much that you played um, helps transcend to the girls and then the girls maybe looking to you not just as a coach but as somebody that they can maybe mirror if they've got ambitions to go on and play ball at the collegiate level. 
Um, yes, humbly speaking, uh, I've won a few region championships and a state championship. So, um, and I think a lot of kids that go through programs haven't really had that experience. So I try not to just, you know, say it so often, but I want them to be able to um, have that feeling one day. And all I can go by is my personal experience and the program from Carrollton High School that I came from and the way I still feel about that program. Um, even to this day, I go back and visit. So I try to develop that same environment for my girls and something that they'll always be able to come back and look forward to and to always be a part of. Now, obviously, in the region tournament, you're you're facing teams for, for the third time of the season. Talk about the the behind the scenes cat and mouse game as far as you know how how much do you want to throw in uh, new wrinkles that the other your opponent hasn't seen yet versus you know sticking to what works. We watch a lot of film um, throughout the season, um, and it, I'm not like I always tell them like you know everyone adjusts um, and everyone is familiar with the same kind of play. Um, so. With this week and, and us having to play these teams three times, um, i really been kind of smart just mainly going over the game plan, watching a little film, but i really been kind of paying more attention to their body, making sure, you know, we're getting ice baths, making sure we're good mentally, um, just going over the game plan, not trying to, you know, drain them um, with a lot of stuff. But at this point, everyone is 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, we're trying to make this run. We're trying to put ourselves in the best position to go forward. So I try not to dread them with a lot of basketball, basketball, because we know what's expected. We know what to do. We're familiar with these teams. So at this point, we got to show up and, and perform. So much like the boys team, you know, Monday was a, a great win for you guys, but then you, you uh, had an, uh, ran into an issue on Wednesday. What does that mean for you, not only tonight, but then for seeding moving into next week? Tonight, we are definitely trying to uh, clutch the third seed. Um, and we'll know later on tonight that we'll probably be playing Je the winner, um, well, the winner loser between Jefferson and Loganville. Um, we've already seen both teams on film. <laughs> I kind of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a manifester, so I try to uh, put a lot out there and just let them know what we may be facing and, and what we got to do um, just to prepare them um, along the way. So I think we're going to be fine. Uh, hopefully we get that third seed, which I would love for us to go in there that way and, and be ready to make this run. Uh, Coach, speaking of the state tournament moving into next week, um, a lot of these girls haven't experienced a state tournament. Obviously, with your background and your experience, um, is there anything that you'll do, any special things that will go on between now and that first game of the state tournament? Well, it's kind of funny because I'm having to explain a lot, like, how it works and how it goes uh, uh, constantly. Even at practice yesterday, they were like, Coach, uh, when do we play or what we got to do next or what round is next? So it's kind of funny um, with between myself and, and the coaching staff. But we're definitely going to be watching a lot of film, definitely being smart on, on our body because we're probably going to be playing two games a week and it's a lot of preparation. Um, and it's a lot of traveling um, as well. So we just got to be smart um, as far as the physical part and um, just go over the game plan and, and do what we do that's been getting us this far. Well, it's uh, been an enjoy to watch uh, your team, been fun to watch, a fun and entertaining team to watch play. Um, very proud of you and your program and how well you've done this year. Uh, been one of the pleasant surprises uh, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you so much. I'm blessed to, to just be a part of a great program. And I love my girls. I love my coaching staff. I have a, 
great admin staff. So everyone has been so supportive. Um, and also shout out to Coach Corey um, Gochi that's been very, very um, in tune with the girls in the weight room. Um, it's, it's made a, a big difference over, over the years. So I want to make sure I uh, shout him out as well. You know, that's something I did want to, as we start to close out, we got about two minutes, Coach. Uh, how much has changed even from when you play to today? Um, there's a lot more threes being taken. There's a lot more focus on uh, the weight room and nutrition. So how has that for you as a coach transitioned from even how the game was even 20 years ago versus where we are today? Yeah, it, it has changed. And I'm really uh, – I, I, I tell my girls a lot, hey, we're not the Golden State Warriors. We can't just sit down and, and watch threes. So I've, I've been trying to really instill that hardcore basketball, the heart, um, just the being hungry part of the game. So I'm really still trying to instill that into them. And they're, they are adjusting well. And I really feel good about us this year and, and, and moving forward. Coach, as always, we we never have enough time, but I always want to turn over the, the, the last question, or at least to the coach, whoever we're interviewing. Uh, there's a game tonight. Uh, put This is your chance. Make the appeal to the listening audience. Why come out and root the Lady Canes tonight? Hey, we're the best team to watch in the region. <laughs> <laughs> Simple enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, and coach, as, uh, you know, kind of goes on on the backside of what Jackson said. Uh, some of these girls, this is going to be their first time to go as deep as we are. Um, how do you try to temper the excitement, but at the same time harness it so that way they 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 play focused, but they play with energy? I tell these girls to have fun. We do this day in and day out, and I try to remind them. They already reminded me of how much we run, how much we condition, how much I pain them. I say, hey, y'all got to remember those days that we're in the gym and it's just us. So I told them it's, it's all or nothing. Now, hey, hey, either you eat or you go home. Coach, so great having you join us on the program. Good luck tonight, and uh, looking forward to covering you continuing into next week. Thank you all. Y'all have a blessed day. All right. That's going to do it for this hour of Bartow Sports Zone. But, hey, we've got another hour to go. Don't go anywhere. We'll get you caught up on some local news, some weather, some traffic. And then the bench warmers will uh, take over. We'll have some uh, sports-minded discussion right here on your hometown radio, WBHF. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is your new home for team trivia on Tuesday nights at 7 and music bingo on Thursday nights. With the best wings in town, burgers, steaks, salads, pasta, and Alpine Bakery desserts, Sidelines is family-friendly with patio seating, daily drink specials, and a kid's menu, too. Between Walmart and Lowe's on Marketplace Boulevard, it's Sidelines Grill, where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Bartow's Morning News, a Bartow Sports Zone Friday edition. I'm Alan Sanders, live in the studios in the stead of Charles Wilson, who's been running up and down so many hard courts, taking a little time off this morning, but the show must go on. Mike Garcia also joining me, along with Jackson Hyde. We'll see 
how many other bench warmers join as the, this hour wears along. Right now, we got to thank our sponsors for Bartow Sports Zone. They include Elite Stone Supply, Sidelines Grill, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Financial, St. Angelo's Pizza of Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, Three Way Campers, and Karen Ayers Realtor Atlanta Communities. I'm Alan Sanders with you, Mike Garcia in studios, Jackson Hyde on the road. Mike, you know, I kind of drove the first hour, but Charles uh, sent both of us saying, hey, can I get you two guys to kind of fill in hosting duties? And so I think I feel I feel I need to turn it over to you now. Well, uh, look, obviously it would be remiss to do Bartow Sports Zone and not get into the Bartow Sports. <laughs> so it is in the name. That, 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 is a, that is a good start. And um, obviously, we've we've already spent the first hour talking about the uh, the basketball regional tournaments, and uh, we were focusing on on Class Five A. But Adairsville, the uh, Adairsville boys have had a solid season thus far, and they are uh, they they did end up with the second best record in the region, and they've gotten up to the region championship game tonight against Lakeview Fort Oglethorpe, and despite the fact that uh, the warriors uh, both in the in the boys and the girls side have have been stellar this season their theirsville boys have given them some tough battles so we'll see if uh, uh third time is a charm for the theirsville tigers tonight it'll be fine uh, f- uh, fun to watch the theirsville girls uh fell to uh lakeview fort oglethorpe in the semis so they'll be in the third place game today so uh Again, got to give uh, a lot of props to to both the Daresville programs. They'll be in the state tournament. Obviously, we talked about the Cartersville boys and girls. Regardless of what happens tonight, they'll be in the state tournament. The Cass boys will also be in the state tournament. So uh, we'll be having uh, five local basketball squads. And then once uh, all the uh, dust clears and we figure out all the schedules and stuff, we will have some some someone's game. On WBHF, we'll we'll figure out who's, uh, but it'll be uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, you know it's been I've enjoyed I think every single second of our basketball coverage all season long, heading into the region tournament this past week. It was now it was a grind doing four games on Monday and then three on Wednesday, uh, not just for our our callers in in that case Kevin Carroll and Matt Santini, but all of you guys. We had Ryan Santamaria getting his feet wet and calling basketball games. Mike, you took on some games. Uh, we had Kevin uh, Pate coming in calling some games. So as a crew, it's been fun for me hearing the games called. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's been uh, fun doing them. So, uh, again, we, we'll have the night off tonight and watch see how things shake up. But uh, we will definitely bring some state state basketball tournament action next week. So you want to stay tuned to our, our social media pages. I'm sure once we find out, we'll go ahead and put it. We'll hopefully uh, hopefully promote it on the air uh, throughout the weekend into Monday. Well, I can only tell you this: the show prep went on live during one of the games, as they said. Okay, it looks like Tuesday and Wednesday. So I do know at some point I'll be here Tuesday and Wednesday of this coming week for sports coverage. Now I don't know who we're playing. I don't know who's going to be calling what. I don't know where we'll be. That's all yet to be determined. Jackson, you have anything to add? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just real quick. Uh, thanks to WBHF for for carrying all those games this week. It's uh, 
as a high school basketball fan or a high school sports fan in general, like me, like a lot of other people in the community, it's it's fun to be able to to sit back and listen. I encourage all our listeners to listen next week. It's going to be a fun week of basketball next week because we've got several teams in the in the state term. Yeah, that's one of the things that I think I take a lot of pride in as well um, because I am not – I have no ability to call sports, Mike. You and I have talked about this. I love watching. I love listening. I love being a participant behind the scenes. But you guys, you paint such a vivid picture. You bring that energy and that dynamic. And very few communities have what we have here in terms of being able to bring you those local sports wherever you might be because we're on the Internet. So if you're taking a vacation, if you're not able to go to a game – you don't have a good radio signal, you can always listen online. Yeah, and again, we'll, we'll do our very best. And and, and let's face it, uh, I got spoiled because I started my career doing college. So we would have the, the stat, mount, stat monitors in front of you and, and updating the stuff as, as things go. And then, uh, you know, all these, uh, um, uh, whatchamacallit, pregame meals that they have for media. So we, I, you know, I got spoiled, and then I come to this. I'm like, whoa, this is this is the the, the nitty gritty here in, in in the high school level. But it is, it is so much fun, and you know, wherever wherever they put us, sometimes we're uh, behind the basket. Sometimes, like in and Woodland, for instance, we're in the bleachers. Uh, you know, we we just go ahead and and uh, and make do with what we have, and it is a lot of fun. When we come back, a lot more sports to discuss, especially this weekend. The state wrestling tournaments going on, also baseball underway, tennis, uh, track and field starts this weekend, you name it. All coming up next on Bartow Sports Zone. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. And welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone here on Bartow's Morning News. Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia tag teaming the fill in duties for Charles Wilson, who's out. We've got Jackson Hyde on the line. I have heard from Brad Stevens. He may be joining us here shortly. He's uh, doing some kid car rider drop off. And so we'll probably get a little basketball talk in then. Mike, we'll get back to you. Yeah, as I was, I was teasing this weekend is the uh, GHSA traditional state tournament. We've already had the duels, in which uh, Cass was the runner-up to Juggernaut Jefferson, who was uh, rude enough to get into uh, the same classification here with all the other schools so they can continue the domination. But, hey, uh, this weekend is is a new weekend. Now, they just had the qualifiers last week, I believe, after uh, Bartow's sports zone and the – Cass wrestling team had 11 guys qualify for the state championship finals this weekend. And you, and you think about all the different weight divisions that there are in high school wrestling. I don't you know, have it in front of me. But just to think that you have 11 guys in 
and and different weight classes representing your school. Uh, that is that is quite an accomplishment for the Colonels uh, squad. That is for sure. Yeah, you you talk about that. The uh, Bartow County's got to be the hotbed right now of, of high school wrestling. If you, if you count Cartersville, Woodland, Cass, and then Adairsville, I think I counted thirty nine participants in the state tournament. Individual participants in the state tournament. That's uh, probably unheard of. Probably won't see that in any other county in the state of Georgia. Um, all three. Uh, 5A teams are projected to finish in the top 10, Barsville, Woodland, and and Cass. Cass got a, uh, a shot at the, at the state championship if you listen to the prognosticators. And the Dares have got a chance to finish in the top five in, uh, in their classification as well. So hats off to all the wrestlers uh, locally. Yeah, it's nuts. I, I, I'm just scanning through it real quickly here. So there's 14 weight divisions and Cass has a, a, a guys in 11 of those 14. And now in total, uh, from either Cass, Woodland, and Cartersville in, in 5A, uh, 16 of the 28 wrestlers that are in it are from one of those three schools. So as you were saying, Jackson, that's uh, quite a, a tribute to uh, the, the programs that they have here because it's it's not like these guys show up in high school without any kind of experience. They've been they've – been, uh, working on wrestling before they get to high school. Absolutely. You've got uh, in, in every weight class somebody from Bartow County contending for a state championship. They projected five or six possibly from Cass. You've got Breelis Williams at, at Woodland uh, with a chance at that heavyweight division. He'll probably have to face Sammy Brown out of Jefferson at some point to, to win that. Uh, Carswell's got some uh, a, a good group of young kids. you got Talon Nix and some of those kids that are uh, – Freshmen and sophomores battling for a uh, for a place in that state championship. So it's uh, going to be a fun weekend of, of wrestling for Bartow Countyans. Yes, the uh, Adairsville Tigers. They have eight in in the GHSA finals there in Class Three A. That tournament in Upson Lee High School in Thomaston. Uh, the Five A, I believe, is in Macon. If I if I am uh, if I am correct. Also, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, I know uh, one of the Girls, because uh, uh, the girls don't have a team per se, but Cartersville has a girl, I think, uh, Anitra Witherspoon, who she advanced to the state championship finals today in her own right uh, uh, at uh, Lee. So uh, we'll wish her good luck on, on that endeavor. But look, you, you don't, you don't, all, all you have to do is look at uh, the collegiate ranks. There are some wrestlers that's come out of Bartow County that are doing real well. Off the top of my head, I just remember Caleb Henson uh, out of the Woodland program. He's a freshman at Virginia Tech, and he's been nationally ranked all year long, uh, doing a lot of damage there. And, and uh, there's a, a bunch of Bartow County wrestlers spread out through a, a, a number of different divisions, from Division One through all the way to NAIA. Uh, so uh, these kids get out of Bartow County and they still continue to do a, a great job out there. And it's surprising that you see that actually, because, you know, in, in the state of Georgia at the collegiate level, there's not a lot of colleges that have a wrestling program. Uh, a lot of these kids are having to go North uh, up into the Carolinas. There's a Appalachian state, North Carolina, Davidson, some schools up in there with a lot of Bartow County kids on it. Then you go on up into the Midwest, obviously where wrestling is a, uh, predominant and a lot of the a lot of the kids from this area up in that area really competing and doing well now 
high school baseball has gotten underway and and so far a pretty decent start for the the local schools uh woodland is uh, i believe one and two they just lost uh, yesterday but cass and cartersville both won their openers uh, daresville also uh, i believe is one and oh and uh, it's a uh, lot of high expectations for the local squads. Obviously, the Cartersville squad coming into this one preseason ranked number one in the state. And uh, in, a, in a way, and, and I was kind of talking uh, to Alan about this yesterday, it was good for the Purple Hurricanes that they, they got a scare in the very first game of the season because it's one of those things, and it's human nature. You're young, and, and you were state runner-ups last year, and, and everyone's expecting you to, 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 to go all the way. All of a sudden, that first game – they had to go into extra innings and and depend on a walk off walk to, to to win the game, but uh, we will be uh, once once our our coverage of high school basketball has concluded, then we'll go ahead and pick up right on with uh, high school baseball. So it'll it'll be a fun season, and uh, and obviously weather contingent. I think we're also be going to be keeping an eye on uh, Georgia Highlands. I know that they have begun their season already uh, in a very successful program in their uh, division of, of college baseball. And uh, I, I haven't heard an, an update yet as far as when their uh, they're, uh, adjacent camp, I don't want to say on-campus field, but I'll say r- right next door. Uh, it's coming I mean, along it's, because it's I, technically the grounds of it's just yeah. on the between Savoy and then the main campus. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and I, I have to drive through that route on on State Route Twenty pretty much uh, every day, and it's it's coming along. In fact, there's signs that say new traffic pattern coming. So, uh, look, the games at Lake Point are fun, and and especially fun whenever we call the Battle of Bartow over there at Lake Point. They've got a great facility th- down there. But something to be said about Georgia Highlands being able to play right there in their own backyard, and hopefully, you know, once that that comes to fruition, the the folks will come out and 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 support the the squad. So it'll be good. As we start to uh, wind down, I can tell you a little tease for coming back next week. Speaking of Georgia Highlands College, one of the guests lined up will be Dash O'Neill, the head coach of the Chargers baseball program, and we'll get a little sense of uh, what the schedule is like, what he thinks his makeup is uh, is is up for the roster. And uh, when will they be playing starting on that new field? There all you of, go. All of that's coming your way next. We've got to take a break. Bottom of the hour here for statewide headlines. We'll get you caught up on GNN. We'll also get you caught up on some local headlines. And uh, there is an APB out for Brad Stevens to talk a little basketball action. Not just uh, high school. We'll get his little his thoughts. But also, I know he tends to follow up on what's going on on the, on the big sca- uh, stages as well. And we'll have more conversation with the benchwarmers of Bartow Sports Zone right after Georgia News Network. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care at 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Welcome 
Welcome back, everybody, to Bartow's Morning News, a Bartow Sports Zone edition. Every Friday, we have Bartow Sports Zone, hour two and three. And we're at that point now where uh, we are on the bench warmers, or we're turning our attention to the bench warmers. I'm Alan Sanders filling in. Mike Garcia here. We've got Jackson Hyde. Mike, we kind of talked a lot about some of our local sports, but uh, there's some other sports that's worth talking about before we wrap up today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and before we get to that other stuff, again, um, tennis underway. The the Woodland teams sweeping Gordon Central last night. Uh, soccer is well underway. Uh, some teams. It, it's amazing though the disparity in the schedules. There's been some local schools have already played five games. Some of them only one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, keeping an eye on that, uh, as I learned from uh, our Cartersville Superintendent Mark Fierbach. Uh, track and field is going to be under the way under the way this weekend. So, as uh, as Mother Nature continues to not make up its mind <laughs> as far as uh, what she wants to do this uh, winter, going into spring, uh, sports uh, will be uh, going on. So, uh, obviously, since uh, the last time there was Barto Sports Zone last Friday, there was uh, the Super Bowl that was played small out, small football game. out in Arizona and. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, and look, it, it's one of those things, and I've discussed it with some people. Uh, was it an exciting game? Yes, it was exciting. I just, I just didn't think it was well played. I mean, both teams had major defensive lapses. Um, obviously, the the Jalen Hurts fumble uh, that where he was untouched just. Gave the ball up to Kansas City, scooped it up for a touchdown that made a fourteen of fourteen at that point. Uh, but again, it's one of those things. I'll, I'll go ahead and tip my imaginary cap to the Chiefs. Uh, they they really had to work hard for this one. Patrick Mahomes, um, despite what you know, what you may think of him, I mean the guy's a gamer. Uh, anytime you get one of those high ankle sprains, it's not going to be one of those things that one bye week is going to be enough for him to get the rest that he needed. Uh, the, 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 usually high ankle sprains is probably about four to six weeks. So, you know, he, he, uh, he gritted his teeth and, and, and that second quarter had a, uh, had a, a moment where, you know, if it was a normal healthy guy, the the way that uh, he came down wouldn't have been much, but with the ankle tenders, it was, it, you can tell it caused him immense pain, but you know, he he got through it, and uh, the Chiefs at the end of the night victorious. You know, score-wise, it may be one of the tightest and closest games in, in a long time, and I know a lot of a lot of folks were enjoying the on-paper, the fact that we had two really good teams going at it. Um, for me, I think the one video viral meme, or I don't even know if it's a meme anymore, I, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but apparently somebody supposedly bet a lot of money on Philadelphia and as that final kick went through the uprights, he literally pummeled somebody's flat screen TV to the point where he not only broke it but ripped it off the wall. So he lost money and owed a TV. And owed somebody a flat screen yeah. TV. Well, <laughs> like I, lost his total mind. I don't know. I mean, look, my, my brother's been a bartender in, in, in Caesar's Palace for, for gosh, for a long time, and he's he he has seen both ends of the spectrum. I'm sure, <laughs> but uh, hey, look at the end of the day, you want a competitive game. You got it, Jackson. Your thoughts? Oh, he's on on mute right now. Got to make sure a uh, little plug. Make sure he pulls his mute off in case he's talking to us. Because uh, I can see. Um, there we go. Hey, Jackson. Yeah, the traffic southbound on 75 is quite 
a parking lot from uh, from about Emerson, and it, it's not letting up. So I can confirm your traffic report there, Alan, as far as that's concerned. And I don't know so how far, far south. Bowl, goes, hey, let me do this for you quickly. I don't know how far south you're going. We just heard from BK, uh, the guy that we hear on Saturdays, BK on the air. Bad accident at Windy Hill, so you're going to run into more volume as you approach Atlanta. Oh, uh, yeah, the hits just keep on coming. But, uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Speaking of the Super Bowl, you, yeah, you got to, uh, you got to tip your hat, like you said, to uh, to uh, Patrick Mahomes. What a what a gritty performance for him. It was a tale of two halves. I thought, short of the fumble by Hurts, they pretty much dominated that first half. And you take that scoop and score away, that may be a different ball game. But uh, you know, to have a bad ankle and to pretty much win the game with his feet there in the second half. He had two big runs for first downs that that uh, got them back into the game and was able to, to seal the deal. So hats off to the Chiefs. Uh, fun game to watch if you don't have really a rooting interest for whoever wins. It's, uh, you know, no no TVs destroyed it at the hot house. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that uh, video I'm talking about? Absolutely, sure did. And uh, I'm sure, you know, those Philly fans are, are, pretty, are pretty riled up, especially, you know, they don't get – to the Super Bowl very often and to get there and to, to, to feel like you had it won and to lose it, I'm sure it was uh, – there might have been more than one TV in the Philadelphia and, area. And if you think about it, Jack, and if you think about it, Jackson, they, they were also the runner-up in the World Series. So uh, yeah. Philly, uh, second-best uh, team in a couple different sports. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's good good to be there, but you want to win it, obviously, when you get there. Us Falcon fans can, can contest to that with a 28-3 debacle there a few years ago. So we – we feel their pain when it comes to that, I guess. I think when we come back, because we don't have enough time to discuss this, the uh, the turf seemed to be quite a factor. And I, I was reading going into the game, they spent two years, two years growing this great grass turf for the Super Bowl, and it turned out to be a disaster. Uh, and uh, the and wasn't t- it millions of dollars? Yeah, yeah. And and on the flip side, the Tennessee Titans saying because of all the injuries on their grass turf, they're go- they're going to artificial turf. So maybe we can get a little bit into that when we come back. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone right here on WBHF. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Family owned and operated since 1994, Sidelines Grill takes pride in being connected to the community. Sidelines' new location on Marketplace Boulevard is family friendly with an awesome menu with features to satisfy everyone. There's a kids menu too with the best wings in town, burgers, steaks, salads, soups, and Alpine Bakery desserts. Everyone on your team will find something to love while you catch all the games on our wall-to-wall TVs. Sidelines Grill, great food, good times, and all the games. Welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia, Jackson Hyde. 
Uh, it's almost like a different version of Three and Out with the three of us in the studios. Charles Wilson is out. Brad Stevens said, uh, just sent me a text message apologizing, saying he just ran into a, a, a schedule conflict and is not going to be able to join in for any of the future discussion. We've got Mike, who uh, left us with the last topic about uh, slipping and sliding all over that Super Bowl field. You know, I, <laughs> I find it astonishing that we've been playing American football since just after World War. Uh, I, I'm sorry, since after the Civil War. I believe uh, college started in 1869, 1870, so somewhere around there. All right, we've been playing. Uh, the The NFL's been around since 1920. Think about this: football before the OK Corral shootout is yeah. going on. Yeah, and yet, <laughs> and yet they still haven't figured out this this turf thing. I mean, what, look, it used to be they played on whatever cow pasture, put up some goalposts, you know, get a couple of flags to mark the end zones, and and, and have at it. I just, I, look, I understand. Uh, this this uh, beautiful country of ours is so diverse that we have a lot of football teams in a lot of different climates, and as you well know, there's certain, there's different kinds of grasses that grow in, in in different areas of the country. I I just I I don't understand after over a, over a hundred years of of doing this how they how. They still haven't figured it out. How how did do does the NFL invest all that money on this turf? Because the whole thing is is uh, Arizona plays in, in, in one of those stadiums where they grow it and they they push this button that apparently takes hours for the field to like get out into the hot Arizona sun to get sunlight, and then they press the button and it rolls back underneath the the stadium when it cools and you know they have all these these watering systems and stuff and yet. Players were were slipping all over the place and having to change cleats and stuff. I, I just I, I don't get it. I mean, may, maybe I need to get a, a local grass grower to come on to uh, <laughs> one of our shows. You know, we should get someone on Bartos Morning News for that. Get Paul Puglis to, from the uh, or, 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 or Paul. Yeah, talk about how, how is it possible? And then, as I said, the Tennessee Titans figured well. We live in, in, in an area of the country where the, we do see the drastic changes from when football starts in September to the end of the season. So we had some players complaining about injury problems with the natural grass, so we're going to, to artificial. So I don't know. I mean, I, I would think there'd be some kind of solution. I think, like anything else, there are people who are always trying to tinker and um... – well, let's put it this way. We heard it from one of the soccer coaches. Now what you have to worry about is how fast or slow you're going to have your playing surface because it's changing all the time. Mm-hmm. Any grass expertise out yeah. there on I-75? <laughs> yeah, no. No grass expertise here. But, you know, I think a lot of it also has to do with today's athlete. I mean, these guys are especially trained. They're, they're a lot faster. Um, there's a lot more planning and cutting that goes on in the, in the game now than probably did in the past when it was – downset hut and a cloud of dust where you ran it straight up the middle. There's a lot more a lot more physicality to, to each player at every position. And I think, uh, you know, a, a standard surface, whether it be artificial turf or the, the new stuff that we're seeing in a lot of these stadiums, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that evolves. But, uh, you know, when it happens on the biggest stage like the Super Bowl, that's usually when you'll see the NFL get involved in and maybe try to set some standards on the on the surface that they play on. I'll throw this in. Kevin Carroll, who's listening uh, and uh, made me aware of this uh, just now, a uh, big part of the problem with the Super Bowl turf was the NFL spray-painted it. 
So the, 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 they're saying now maybe the reason it was so slick was uh, putting all of the, uh, the, the markings and the, and the painting to, to, to put all the different logos and everything on the field is what caused it. Well, logos are no logos. You're going to need stripes on it. Right. I and mean, you just can't. But, I mean, I'm just saying that what we're hearing is uh, the, the paint either they chose or however they chose to do it uh, seems to be part of the conversation all of a sudden. I, I'm getting that from Kevin Carroll. I, I, I didn't hear that. I'm just reading his, okay. tw- I'm no. reading, I'm reading his text. Look, I, 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 I'm all for, as far as everyone having have the same thing, I'm not in favor of that. I, I, I just cut, like in baseball, they even have different dimensions in the outfield. I think, you know, every team should have, you know, the turf that they want on, on there and, you know, add to the home field advantage, getting used to, uh, you know, what you have. But, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting how they go ahead and, uh, and tackle that. I, I am going to shift because I did mention baseball real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't mention real quickly the, the passing of Tim McCarver yesterday uh, at the age of 81. Uh, the guy was a, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame for his broadcasting chops. He, he was a, a catcher for two championship teams in St. Louis in the 60s. Uh, he, uh, the year he retired in 1980 with the Phillies, uh, he didn't see much action at all, but uh, was a part of that Phillies team that won the first uh, World Series there. And uh, I, I never got to see him play. But, uh, again, I, I know a lot of people had strong opinions on, on Tim McCarver. I, I always in, in, enjoyed his analysis. And, there, look, there is a reason why he was stuck around national TV for such a long time. Because it's not like, well, this one channel had the monopoly on the World Series for this many years, so we're stuck with him. no. I mean, the guy did games on CBS. He did games on NBC. He did games on Fox. So, you know, just wanted to to recognize his accomplishments uh, during his career. And, you know, with uh, pitchers and catchers already reporting, I know Kevin Carroll is super excited about uh, even some of the players, and we're going to get ready for some action starting next week. Uh, What are we, about three weeks away from preseason? Uh, spring training games start, I think, in about a week and a half. Because once they report to cap to camp, it's just you know a week, week and a half, and then just start playing the game. Now they also have the World Baseball Classic coming up, where where some of the guys reported early because they're going to be participating in that. But uh, one last thing, want to go ahead. One last shout out for Larry Gardner, our, our uh, friend out there in Adairsville. He is a finalist for the Braves PA announcer. Fans have a chance at hashtag Atlanta Braves to uh, vote for Larry up until February 20th to see if he gets uh, the dream job of being the the announcer, the PA announcer for the Atlanta Braves. All right, that's going to wrap us up. Just a quick reminder, next week, come on back. we got Georgia Highlands baseball coach Dash O'Neill and Kyle Sandy of SandySpiel.com. This has been Bartow Sports Zone right here on AM 1450, FM 100.3, WBHF Cartersville.